Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Barbecue Forte. Hello. And we are brought to you by ProQ, a barbecue gourmet and smoke with Jack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade or even looking to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And on today's show, we've got Glenn from Riviera Barbecue. Hello, Glenn. Good afternoon. How are you? Awesome. Good. We're doing really well. How are you? I'm, I'm all right, yeah. Yeah, just about to finish my day job and uh, hopefully go home and get some more barbecue stuff done, as you always should do, even though the weather at the moment is hammering it down. Awesome. Have you got any plans for tonight's barbecue? Um, I don't know. Um. I can't remember what we've got. We've got some of those rare things, those leftovers. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and we have got our local fishmonger who will have delivered us some fresh fish this morning. So it could be could be fish of some description. Mm. Oh, nice. We were talking about this yeah. this morning, actually. I don't know how you do it, but we were talking about the fact that um, often the sort of cuts of meat and stuff that we want, you need to like order them from your butcher. It's not the sort of thing you can just go, I fancy short ribs and my butcher wouldn't necessarily always have them there so do you no. al- do you always plan in advance what you're going to cook or do you just kind of go with what the butchers have got on the day luckily my butcher is a good friend on facebook as well so i can message him um because we use a local butchers all the time and um yeah they they will do pretty much ordering what we want so i, I always um i always order it in plenty of advance so that they can get it in for us especially like the brisket and bits and pieces like that so um yeah um but our fishmonger he he will basically deliver what he's got on the van so we never know what we're going to have until we open the box up and um a surprise fish box Mm. yes yeah nice i like it yeah (laughs) definitely yeah so you you live quite close to me glenn who's your butcher uh we use um apprentice butchers in belgrave road in Torquay. apprentice yes yeah terry Prentice has been there for been there for years um in fact i've known him through my work being a refrigeration engineer i knew him when i was an apprentice um and uh so yeah i used to fix his fridges all those years ago and now i'm going in there and just buying his meat (laughs) so you still service his fridges then no no somebody else does that now Yeah. yeah awesome i'll have to go and check them out Someone was yeah. like, I'm a bit like off the cuff. I, I, I've been flicking through Instagram or or what, one of the forums like Country Wood Smoke, and I see something that someone's done, and I'm like, right, I got to go home and cook that tonight. And uh, yeah, and then sometimes a little bit late, I'd ring my butcher up, and he's like, no, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, I, I do like I'm a little bit more off the cuff. I d- I don't know. I, I would love to be able to like order on a Monday with my butcher and say I want to cook this, 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 and this. But just life never really happens like that for mm. me. We just, we just get inspiration all the time, <laughs> don't we? We're like, need to cook that now. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because as we work together, it's like I'll, I'll be flicking through Instagram or he'll be flicking through something and be like, I'll oh, check this out, and we're like, yeah, we need yeah, to cook need that, that now. 
and I want it now. Yeah, so we ring yeah. one of our array of butchers to find out who's got it and then drive way out of our way just to try and achieve what we want to achieve for that evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that, that's the good thing with ours. You know, I, I can go down there and he's always got loads of decent stuff in there, um, but I always make sure that I order it to begin with. So. Cool. So, Glenn, cool. you're part of Riviera Barbecue Team. From I the am, English yes. Riviera. Yeah. How did From that, the English how did Riviera, that begin? yes. How did that, sorry? How did that begin? How did you get the team together? How did it together? begin? Yeah. Um, I've, obviously, I'm a, we've spoken about it. I'm a refrigeration engineer by trade, but on the side, I've always played around with barbecue. Um, and, yeah, when I first met Sarah, I said, oh, just come around and have a barbecue, and she wasn't expecting to see a full pork shoulder on there. Um just just so, you two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just as you do, yeah, yeah, just for me and her. Um <laughs> and yeah, so she sort of got into it. Um and we uh, well, let's go, let's go back. I started barbecuing years ago. I used to belong to um a local mini owners club. Um so we used to do events all around the country and there was always barbecues going on and I used to end up helping out with the barbecues there. Um, used to do displays on the houses, you know, like the Americans do, um, with the Christmas lights on the outside of their houses. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, I, I used to do, at the height of it, three full houses, um, and used to always do it for charity, but then there was the switch-on night, so we used to do the barbecue food for donations on the switch-on night, and the last time we did it, um, was a friend's house in Newton Abbott, and we had 200 people turn up that night. Um, so that's where it really started. Um, and I, I, I'd started doing, like, the pork shoulders and things like that. And uh, I found the British Barbecue Society to begin with, their forum online, mm -hmm. um, spoke to a few people on there. And um, it was Andy Williams and Daniel Haig, who used to be... Um, man food who used to bring in butt rub and stuff it was those two guys who introduced me to the fact that grill stock existed um and they got me on board and that's where it started really i got the bug i, I went up there and basically took loads of photos and met phil newton from racks of ruin and eventually me and sarah joined uh forces with him and we did a couple of seasons at grill stock and another couple of uh, competitions and we decided, well, we can do this on our own. And yeah, it's, um, it's brilliant. I mean, the competition barbecue scene, when you say to people, oh yeah, we do competition barbecue, they always laugh and wonder how far you can go with burgers and sausages until you start explaining to them, which we try to educate people as well, um, which I think most people do because everybody in this country thinks of barbecues as burgers and sausages, don't they, really? Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and that, that's where we get back to when I... Uh, I was going to say something rather inappropriate then. That's the first time, <laughs> first pick, time I, I showed Sarah, Sarah a barbecue um, with the pork shoulder. And, um, yeah, she was she was suitably impressed. Um, and, yeah, it's it's gone from there. I think that's one of the one of the enjoyable things. I really enjoy that actually is is ex explaining to people what really can be done on the barbecue and and 
I don't know, sort of them looking at you in disbelief. No way. Mm. No, how are you going to do that? It's going to be a burnt crisp. But And then explaining to them and showing them what, what or even inviting them around for an awesome barbecue and feeding them up. And it just change, it just completely changes people's perceptions of what can be done and really, really opens, I don't know, I guess opens their mind to, to experiment on the barbecue, which is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, people still don't, I'm sure a few of my friends still don't get the whole competition thing, uh, which is why obviously I, I set up the Riviera barbecue page on Facebook. Um, and, you know, people are coming back to me like, well, you haven't done any burgers yet. And it's like, yeah, but that's not, you know, step out of the box. Let's do something completely different. So, okay, for, for the grill stock competitions, we do have to do burgers. And that then pleases a few people. But, you know, yesterday we were, we were trying different, different combinations of things, um, along with some more rib practice and um, a few scotch eggs. And... Um, yeah, it's it's we're we're getting more and more friends coming round. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fight them off as and well. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got the neighbours as well. We've got um our our street. It's it's quite good. We've got a, a our own Facebook page for our own street, which is quite good. Cool. So instead of instead of people knocking on your door going, you got any sugar? They will put a message out on Facebook. And last year we were doing a full practice for grill stock and. We were doing it to the times to the previous year, so we had everything going the whole weekend. And so we just opened up the side door and we put it out on our little Facebook group on our for our street. And yeah, we met neighbours that we didn't even know were there. So was, if I was, was to camp on your street on that weekend, could I join the Facebook group? Is that right? How do you moderate this group? Yeah. Can I just get in the group um, anyway? Yeah, well, you see, I haven't I haven't named the street, and I'm pulling it a street because it's not called a street because I don't want everybody turning up. It's not like one of those add, add everybody and invite. So I right, can. I know where you live. Yeah, yeah. Ben's been there. Yes. Now he's well, got to guess the date. Yeah. The front lawn is very small, so I mean, I've met you, Dan, and it's probably not <laughs> what you trying to say? for you. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to crouch up because your legs will be sticking at the end of the lawn. I mean, <laughs> cool. but no, we've we've yeah, we we've met a few of the neighbours through that, and yeah, it's it was good. It was good because then we were educating people as well, and and they didn't have a clue about that sort of thing, so. I think, yeah, it's, I think it's, that shows a clear example of like what me and Dan always say at barbecues about. It's about the social aspect of it and bringing people together, and that just shows what a community spirit you've built there on your street of everyone coming around and having barbecues yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, we've got one of the neighbours who's who's leaving the road, and so she's she said, "Well, you know, I'm going on this weekend, blah blah blah." So I've just said, "Well, we'll be practicing." Again, that weekend, I'm not telling you when. And you um, keep missing out the key details here. Again. <laughs> I do, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, if she's leaving, well, it means you... there's going to be a spare rack of ribs going. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's never spare rack of ribs going. They, they always disappear. Um, but yeah, um, it, it should be a good weekend that as well. So. Awesome. I nearly gave the date away then. Yeah. Well, is that is that next weekend? Is it? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm on call next weekend, so it's not that okay, one. Okay, <laughs> that's one out then. <laughs> yeah, we've only got another fifty-one to go. <laughs> Who's your employer? Can we ring them and ask yeah. them when you're off? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see the pictures after the event all mm. over Facebook. <laughs> mm, that's no good. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. 
Cool. So when you were starting out with those barbecues, then what what were you starting your grilling on? Like I started myself on a Weber kettle, and a lot of yeah, people I... did that as well. So what what were you into? Um, at the beginning, it was B and Q specials, mm. uh, and then when you had to replace them every year, you know, obviously because then back then the internet sounds really makes me sound really old now. The internet wasn't really about so you couldn't just go on there and go oh i'll have one of them you had to go out and of course the only places you could go to were garden centers yeah mm. and still an awesome um, place to to go actually oh, yeah, still yeah, i mean but, yeah. yeah but now they are they're going away from the 10 pound 99 oh yeah. Thing. yeah 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 and so eventually i found um quite by chance a old brinkman smoking pit and it was the horizontal barrel, mm-hmm. and it's big, thick, heavy steel thing. It was brilliant, and I spent money on that one. Had that for about four years, and decided I wanted another one. Found one in Macro at the time, and it was the last one there, but it had the extra firebox on the side. So that then got me into the indirect side of things, um, and I still have both of those two. 15, 18 years later. Awesome. Um, they need to be restored, which I'm planning on doing at the end of the year, um, and then start doing some offset smoking with the with the one with the firebox. Um, and try and go down that route, because um, I haven't used them for such a long time, because I've got uh, pro cues after that. Good old Ian sorted me out one at a grill stock festival one year. Um and since then, the, the Pro-Q family has grown along with a monolith and a cob. Um, and it's still continuing to grow at the moment. Cool. So yes. Just to, confer- just to go with that, so the monolith is a ceramic and the cob is? It, the cob is a little, if you like, desktop sort of. Um, it's like a stainless steel dome um, with a little fire. You can actually get round, compressed briquette-style um, fuel for them, um, or you can just put in normal briquettes, about eight briquettes go in the bottom. Then there's a metal plate over the top that you can um, either um, grill straight onto that, or there's a little wire rack above it that you can put stuff on, and, and you can get different sizes of them. And they're really they're really good for like camping and, and things like that, um, come in their own little bag. Yeah, they look really cool. I've, I've seen like a few photos and stuff. They look really cool. Not not used one yet myself, but but they look no. they look like Corbett's kit. Yeah, and they can pick yeah. them up pretty I mean, cheaply we... as well, can't you? I think. That... Yeah, about less than hundred quid. I think some of them go as cool. well. But cool. don't don't quote me on that. Don't quote <laughs> me on that. Um, I got mine a lot cheaper than that. So, um, but yeah, I mean that one we took away when Sarah and I went away to the Lake District one year. We we took it and had it out on the balcony and. Um, yeah, we've done some burgers on it, but you can do a whole chicken on it. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's quite a versatile piece of kit for the size of it, really. Awesome. Cool. I think, yeah. I think every keen barbecue should have a mobile barbecue as well that they can yeah. take with them. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tend to at the minute. I've got, I've got my little my little coffin box grill that I take away mm. with me, but I've, I also tend to use just the top and bottom of the my Pro-Qs yeah. just because uh, so, of yeah. the clips as well. You clip them up. And then you carry them straight to the beach. It's quite nice and easy. And, mm. and you chuck your charcoal inside before you even go. Yeah. So that's or what I did yeah. mine last chimney time. griller, chimney griller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another yeah. great one you can just take to the beach. Uh, nice and easy. Just keep it simple with some steaks. Always nice, or even some fish if you 
going to take the rod down to the beach, take a chimney grill, yeah. what, what could be better? I mean, awesome. Yeah, actually, I haven't been fishing for a few years. I should really do that, I think. And uh, Although I, I'll probably end up taking after my old man, rest his soul, bless him, um, and I probably won't end up catching anything anyway, apart from a cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, I, I wouldn't want to put um, take away the, you know, the, all the uh, the nice fish that I buy from the fishmonger. You know, so um, I'll uh, I'll I'll stick with that. I'll keep the rods dusty. I think and um, <laughs> yeah, stay with his lush fish <laughs> delivered to the door. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Take me fishing. going out and trying it myself again. Yeah. So you say you, so you've got all those uh, barbecues. What's your sort of favourite to cook on? Do you cook on anything the most, or or everything has its place and, and time to use it, and and you just use whatever yeah. suits the job? Um, yeah, it's like yesterday we we used the monolith, um, but I've also got a fire pit, fire pit, and I fire that one up uh, with the flipping grate because I've got one of those for me in. Um, that was that's fantastic for fish um and i i followed your belly pork that that's just wrong it's <laughs> brilliant um but yeah I, it all depends really you know some days it'll be like right what one will i use um permanently on the patio i've got the monolith sat there with one of the xls um so yeah it just depends on how i'm feeling on the day to be honest yeah cool um there's no actual go-to um I, I would say at the moment for the easy bit, the monolith is probably the one that I get, I, I use the most. But saying that, some days it's like, no, nope, XL, do that one. Um, and soon we will have another one to play with. Um, oh, what's, yeah. what's your new one? Um, no, it's, hopefully <laughs> going to, it's hopefully going to be delivered in the next few days. So I don't know when this podcast will go out, but I'm I'm hoping that Tomorrow we will be picking up um, one of the ProQ reverse flows. Wow, jealous! I know, definitely jealous. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. we've seen yeah. we've seen them, but we've yet to cook on them. So yeah, I've seen we, I've seen the shorter version, um, but we're going for the slightly taller one. Yeah, I've seen um, I've seen pictures of yours waiting for you to collect mm. it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I don't so, know how you lasted this long, really. I would have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd have been no, sick of work today. I'd be down there. <laughs> oh no, we, we've um, unfortunately we haven't got no way of transporting it, so we're we're we've had to buy a van. Um, so that that is now sat outside the house. So yeah, we're 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 ready to rock and roll. And what with my job and Sarah's job, we haven't had full weekends to be able to utilize it properly anyway so so i love that um, like you bought a barbecue so now we need a big you, van. <laughs> you bought a van to go pick the yeah. barbecue up so yeah, well that our poor car last year at Grillstock was just ridiculous it was weighted down with the monolith in it it had two pro cues on the roof rack next to a roof box and sarah had stuff on her lap and it was just like nah i mean people say you know what do you do for fun? Oh, well, we do this. And we get up at silly o'clock in the middle of the night and just cook all day. And, you know, they say that the barbecue competitions must be fun. And yes, it is. If you don't like sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, um, but do you know what? The, the, the whole, the whole barbecue scene is brilliant. I mean, you've got, you've got the two forums, your country would smoke with Marcus and British barbecue society and other people have got their own pages and the whole barbecue family is brilliant absolutely brilliant you know it's 
it's just we're really looking forward to grill stock for us obviously we can't do as many competitions as other people can because of our work situation um so unfortunately up until this year it's literally been well we'll see our barbecue family once a year and it's not enough you know so obviously we've got pentilly coming up or pengrilly yeah as well so, yeah so you're entering um, that one we we're we're all entered yep they've awesome. taken our money so we're we're <laughs> gonna be there so it's exciting to have another another competition on the cards well definitely yeah mm. yeah uh, i mean we, i would love to we'd love to do more and you know we've we've been asked to if we wanted to do mayhem in may and the big meat and and whatnot and we just haven't got the time off together to be able to do it so um hopefully we can jiggle stuff around a bit and maybe do a few more next year um yeah i've seen that uh scott and, and miss piggies have uh announced they're doing a, a kcbs comp in the uk next year as well that's I, pretty exciting I, stuff I, yeah, yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, we've got to. Um, I've got to roll forward my my rotor and Sarah's rotor just to make sure that we can speak nicely to our fellow um, people at work and see if we can jiggle stuff about a bit. And because uh, it'd be good to get into something new, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's cool. It's cool. It, I, I'm really glad someone's done it, and and yeah, really looking forward to to that one as well. It's just great mm. to have more competitions around and. I mean, just by the sheer number that, that entered Grillstock, for instance, and they had, they, I mean, they could only have 30 there on site, which is... I know, but the amount that, that actually enters is bonkers, isn't it? I didn't even realise there were that many teams yeah. out there. Well, that's, that's what we... I mean, I couldn't believe it, but it's fantastic to see that there are a lot of people who, who want to compete and, and are willing to compete, so it's great to have another competition on the scene, and already, the, and it's great that the guys already have competitions on the scene and, and are doing so well and and uh, keeping keeping that spot going for everyone which is awesome yeah yeah plus if if some of these competitions overlap that means that you know it gives us more of a chance to be somewhere if the better teams are elsewhere because <laughs> you know ed, ed and emma unfortunately won't be at Grillstock this year um that's a bunch of swines mm. um so that's giving somebody else a chance. <laughs> yeah, and they just they just grand gonna... championed as well, haven't they? Again. I know, I know. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And I love the fact of one of the prizes for them was their weight in beer. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> that great. There's a great shot of uh, Emma on the scales, and and <laughs> that's so cool. I love that. That was such a good prize. <laughs> I know, absolutely. Was it 432 bottles? Excellent. Thank you very much. That's a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. I was chatting to them the yeah. other day, yeah, and they were they're basically talking about like the prizes that you see on uh, these television programs and stuff like that, and they're talking about the un, uh, lifetime supply of beer or like one year's supply of beer, and uh, and how that's calculated is it's not. Like, I always imagined to like I'd be having a bath in beer and uh, I'd buy a <laughs> buy a paddling pool, fill it up, and just have a little swim and stuff. But the way they calculate it is, is the the recommended intake of beer. And it's like it works out to be like three bottles per week or something like that spread across a year. So you actually end Rubbish. up with like fifty bottles of beer or something. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, not, that's not nowhere near enough. No, so don't don't bother entering these competitions, guys. They're just gonna just buy fifty bottles. Yeah, of beer. yeah, it's gonna waste your time. Yeah, <laughs> be one weekend. That'll be it. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a? You, I mean, obviously now you're you're on the the prep cycle for for grill stock, and and you've just well, you're about to pick up the the new baby, hopefully. So are you are you going to mm. plan on trying to get a few? Are you going to plan on having that for grill stock, or are you going to stick to what you know? 
wouldn't have bought the van if we didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it will be at Grillstock. Um, it will awesome. hopefully be at Pentilly as well. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we'll probably take a um, couple of extras with us, but we're... We're trying to make our stand or our pit look a bit better at Grillstock this year. We, we're trying, or I'm trying to make a cupboard for the that's going to be sat in the garden, but we can then take it with us just to make it look a bit more rustic. Um, so, yeah, that's the whole reason we've ended up going with the van, so that we can transport it all. Um, cool. So, yeah, it will be there. And that means then that all the... Because what, what we like to do is we like, like to get down with the whole thing of grill stock where they give you all the meat and you can try and cook it all, but it's the capacity. So hopefully this year, Riviera Barbecue will be at full capacity, giving away all of the grill stock meat once it's been cooked. Um, so, yes. Yeah. Yummy. Anybody come along? <laughs> we'll we'll yeah, be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, we will be taking some of our own meat as well, so um, there will be plenty to go around. Oh, I'm going to starve myself for at least a week before I go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but it is quite funny. I don't know. Uh, well, no, obviously, I've, I mean, I've seen some of your pictures of your stuff online as well. And I would just want to eat my phone sometimes with it. Um, <laughs> but you, we've gone to the stage now where we do, because obviously our, a lot of our friends don't know good barbecue. Um, and they tend to gauge it by how can I put it, chain pubs and they're called pork and ribs. Mm. Um, it's not comparable which, really, is it? Well, no, which Sarah, I mean, I love ribs and my lovely wife, Sarah, always tells me, no, you're not ordering them and she'll forbid me from ordering them because I'm always disappointed. Yeah. So when we have friends round, we, we basically do the grill stock four, if you like, or the, the competition four, not grill stock, but any, any competition four. So we do the ribs, the chicken, the pulled pork and the brisket because it's great to live on your road. It's great to be your friend. I mean, you're just a great guy to know. I mean, this is awesome. Well, we were, we, for our wedding as well. Um, we were going to do a big party the weekend after and, but we decided to spend our money on a honeymoon instead, but we're going to do, selfish. Gonna, very selfish, but, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm ever so sorry to all those we were going to invite, but we had a wonderful time away. Um, and, yeah, we, we, we've decided now that we're going to invite them in smaller numbers to come to the house, and we will do cooking at our place and just... Yeah, we... we because right, we don't we'll really... let you off, we'll let you off. It's all fine. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, remember, we have said that you guys are coming around at some point. Thanks very much. Awesome. Right. Can't wait. No, oh. Cheese on toast, all right for you guys? Yeah, anything. It'll be fine. So, yeah, obviously, now you're in full, like I said, you're in like full get gear, get into gear mode for, for competitions. But before that, do you, did, we, did you have something favorite to cook at the moment? Or, like, what, what are you, what's your sort of go to cook? What? <laughs> mm, um, Marcus, since he put up. Those Scotch eggs, I can't get enough of them. Um, it's just, I, I, if I can do them, I, I will do those a lot. Otherwise, I, I just bang on a rack of ribs. If I'm doing stuff in the garden, six hours afterwards, I can be scoffing on them. Um, you a baby backer or are you a, a spare? Spares. 
spares yeah. at the moment. I, I, cool. I've, I haven't really tried to get my hands on them, but I mean, our butchers do some nice meaty spares, so we'll just go down and put it on an order if I know that I'm going to be at home at the weekend and I'm not on call. Yeah, then, awesome. Yeah, then I'll, I will... Whatever I do, whenever I do anything, there's always a rack of ribs goes in it as we're into the order as well because, you know, you <laughs> yeah, never have always too many one. ribs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Um, Yes, we're um, we've we've educated our butcher as well into the Irish brisket because um, he'd never seen the Irish brisket before, and he was as surprised as I was when they came in. I mean, we we haven't tried to source the USDA or Australian or anything like that as yet, but um, we go for the Irish brisket from him, and they're huge. I think I saw a picture of you holding one up, and it was like like half trying half the body. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to hold it up. It was a, it was a beast, an absolute beast. And the difference going from British to Irish is just phenomenal. It was just unbelievable, and it wasn't that much more expensive, to be totally honest. So, um, what's the marbling and stuff yeah. like on it? Is it, is it nice? The marb, the, just so much better. Yeah, so much better. Yeah. And is that is that um, grass fed, grain fed, or is it like sort of grass was, finished grass, grain? I or? think it was grass. Yeah, I think it was grass fed. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Marcus has, has put dibs on one when I get another one. He wants me to take one up to him, and um, or he he can actually come down and and have a go, and because um, no doubt he'll want to come and have a play with the new smoker. Yeah, the only thing I'm sure is, you're getting a lot so of big, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's trying to transport it to people's houses. It's all very well you can bung a pro Q or anything like that in the back of your car, but this thing is just monstrous. So um, obviously it's not a it's not a GFC four two hundred because that's just silly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funds wouldn't quite stretch. We can all dream. Also. We can all dream. Yeah. When I first saw oh, it, yeah. I thought yeah. you could tow it behind the car. I just well, yeah. it looked almost like yeah, you could, well, didn't it? But there is there is that next. We'll just have to get a tow bar on the back of the van and then yeah. have another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. Mounted on a trailer or something. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I wouldn't mind eventually actually having having the reverse or the yeah the reverse flow and take the casters off it and mount it on a um mount it on a trailer of some description. Mm. That'd be but awesome. That's that's further down the line yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when I went to Grill Stock last year I saw you there, Glenn, and I saw you with the most recognisable Pro Q smoker probably in the world, I think. <laughs> which looks very different to anyone else's. Yeah. How that, did you how that, did you come up with that? Um, I well, everybody had said because obviously you haven't mentioned what it is yet, but people yeah. who know me will know what it is. Everybody has said like the WSMs and the yeah, the, so the Smoky Mountains and the Pro Qs look very minion shaped. Mm-hmm. So we took it, or I took it upon myself to spend far too much money on actually making it look like a minion. Um, <laughs> and God, it and looks good. It looks so, so good, guys. Yeah. So you've that got is, a pro queue that looks like a minion from Despicable Me. We have, yeah. It had um, obviously the yellow, and then it had his blue dungarees on. Um, all heat-resistant paint, which wouldn't stick to it because the porcelain is that ridiculously hard. I couldn't sand it down. Um, and in the end, the only t- the only way I could get the paint to stick to it was to actually have it shot blasted. Um, but yeah, we we did him up as as a minion out of the 
out of the films, Despicable Me with the little blue dungarees. Um, but this year, we decided that he could come along to the wedding. So I stripped off his dungarees and he's now wearing a suit. <laughs> and he will be turning up to Grillstock in his suit this year. Um, oh, very posh. Own... Oh, yes. Yeah, he's got his own, yeah, he's got his own page, Paul the Pro Q or the Barbecue Minion on, um, on Facebook. Um, you know, just as a, a bit of a gimmick, but yeah, it's, um, I, I wanted to go the whole hog and have him in his suit, me in my suit and Sarah in a wedding dress, but she didn't want to, she didn't want to go down that route for oh, group stuff, unfortunately. On. Come on, Sarah, please. <laughs> She'll probably hate me for saying that now. But, yeah, We could be um, page boys. Oh, how sweet. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably too small to be a page boy, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, he'll be there this year. Um, so do you cook on pool? Sorry? Do you cook on pool? He's now a, just a cold smoker. Okay. We've got one of the um, one of the cold smoke generators, and yeah, he's had his fair share of foods inside him. Um, at, in fact, at um, Powderham last year, um, he even went down the route of I think it was smoking fudge. Ooh, cool. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Obviously, we we didn't know. Um, that the bloke was going to come down and, and um, Leslie bought a lump of this fudge down from this, the, this bloke up the, up the top. And um, yeah, we put it in there and we forgot about it. And it was about six hours later and um, we were just intrigued. So we tried it obviously with the cheeses and stuff like that. You let it mellow for a while, but this was straight off the smoker and it still tasted pretty damn good. Um, so what it was like after it had mellowed a bit, I don't know, but I think it was a bit of a Marmite moment for some people. Yeah. So, <laughs> Might yeah, have to give it a go. Some, mm. Well, yeah, get, get yourself some nice soft fudge and um, and try it. Mm. Imagine like a salted caramel or something yeah. like that. would be quite nice or salted. Mm. They do like a sea salt fudge. I really yeah, like a sea salt good, fudge. Mm. That'd be lush. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But no, it, it was it was something definitely different. So, um, yeah, I've only... I've, I don't need to use hot uh, heat paint on, uh, on him anymore because... Um, it's just cold smoking. That's all we're doing him, and cool. he's just like a big ornament in the dining room at the moment. <laughs> See, the, the Shank Brothers have like a really cool their their logo uh, painted on the on the front of their Pro Qs. Oh, I really want to get United Q logos printed on yeah. on ours or painted on ours. So is that right. is that the way forward? Is it shot blasting heat 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 resistant paint and just spraying it on? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what these drum smokers, you know, Danny, is it Danny from Bristol? Drum? Yeah, Danny, yeah, Some of those paints. I don't know what paint he uses for those, but I I went to a local car factors and I ended up with um, exhaust and, yeah, you can get exhaust and brake caliper paints, but there's one that's extreme high heat, but it reacts with the other one, so you've got to be careful. Um, so much so that the manufacturers didn't even know that when I tagged them on Instagram and... and um, we we had a, a bit of a private message going on uh, for a while, so they're looking into why they're reacting, um, which is good. But yeah, we we had to have it sh- have it have it bead blasted to take down the the top layer of the um, of the porcelain, okay. and then and then spray it on because the paint just would not take. No, wouldn't take at all. So mm. the shop 
yeah, the shot blasters were quite intrigued as to how hard the porcelain on the on the pro key was. Mm. So, um, but now I don't need to. So it's it's done. So well, yeah, everyone, anyone thinking about buying a pro key out there, that's another another great great thing about them. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yes, um, yeah. I, I I would be intrigued as to those nice colors that I'm trying to my message him on Facebook about them at some point. Yeah, um, just give him a message. But, he'll definitely reply. Yeah, yeah Danny's awesome. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I've, I've still not gone down the um, the drum smoker route yet. Um, no, and uh, Ed Ed and Emma have just got a, a gateway drum as well from uh, from the US, and and yes. they started cooking on that, and it looked they they look awesome. They look so cool. Yeah, hanging hanging ribs. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's different. I I wouldn't mind trying that because again, you could probably do that in the pro cues with the. Yeah, there's no reason um, why not. They have got the hooks and mm. the and the bar and the top and the lid there. No reason why yeah. not. And and he said, well, I would like to know if if they went for it with this competition, they just GC'd in, uh, because yeah. I, I would like to know where they did it because he said last week that he was going to, so or, uh, or that he wanted to do it in the competitions. It was it was. Uh, worthy of the competition so it'd be interesting to hear whether whether he went for it or, or not at the moment whether he wants to perfect it a little bit more before he does but yeah that'd be awesome yeah yeah because it seems like there's a lot of people now that are are going more hot and fast as well aren't they especially like the i've seen you guys with the with the beef ribs and um ed especially with like you know his briskets and stuff like that um and it looks fantastic I, i've yet to give it a go on the hotter and faster, so um, that's something that I, I definitely am going to be trying. But mm. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the low and slow stuff um, for grill stock, and then I think once once the competitions are out of the way and we come into the autumn, then I think we will try hotter and faster things um, and and try and get away from from the competition four, if you like, and and try. I mean, I, we do try various bits and pieces, but um, we need to. We need to experiment a lot more. Um, yeah, I'm still on. like a, a low and slow guy, really. I, I, mm. I, don't, I think the hot and fast for me at the moment just opens up the the possibilities of finishing work and picking up a couple of short ribs mm. and yeah. going home and, and having them for dinner that night, whereas I would never have been able to before. And like, mm. beef ribs are, are my absolute favourite thing to, to eat in the world. Mm. I love them. So, so for me, it was like a, a way that I don't have to on I don't have to eat them on a Saturday or a Sunday. I can actually have them any day of the week. I could finish work and cook them still, not having to wait till midnight or whatever. But but I am still I mean low and slow still I mean I'm still a love a good sixteen, twenty hour cook or whatever. It, it, it's I don't know, it just it'll never be replaced. It's just another no. another thing to add to the arsenal, something else to, that you can do, something else that that's a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we 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 will be obviously trying a lot more. Um, we'll see how we get on with the with the new Pro Q as well. Um, so yeah, we'll 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 be we'll be doing a lot a lot more over the winter, um, a lot of practice and a lot of experimenting and um, yeah, just trying different techniques because it, it needs to be done. Um, I, I I'll, <laughs> Sarah, if Sarah was with me, she'd laugh with me. Uh, the first brisket we ever did, we could have built a wall with it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, it was so dry and whatnot. And we then did another one that just fell apart. Um, but it's like I've heard you guys say as well. 
we didn't know what we had done differently because we never wrote it down. Yeah. And it, you come to the end of it. So now we're like, right, first thing we need to do is write everything down because one one day you're going to go, my God, that was fantastic. And you won't have a clue what you did. Um, and we have done that several times with making rubs and sauces um, and then coming to the end of it and go, well, how much of that did we use? So it's just a, if you... That's what I would say to people if you are going to do that is yeah, definitely. make sure you write, write stuff down if you're going to experiment. Um, definitely. Yeah, we do. Mm. We, we always do it now. Well, when we remember. Yeah. But we, yeah. we always make an effort to try and make sure we write it down. We're getting so much is better. That, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, when you remember, you mean what? Is that before the alcohol starts flowing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually yeah, about the first three ingredients written down. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then just guess yeah. the quantities after that. Yeah, so do you and it, Sarah use commercial rubs? Or do you tend to make your own rubs or um, a bit of mix I, and matching? I, or? I, I do have a complaint from one of your sponsors. I do have Ooh. a complaint for him. Ooh. Richard right. Orm, take that PayPal button off. It costs me too much. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Now we we we've we do make our own, but with like you say, barbecue gourmet site, and he's bringing out bringing over so many different rubs now, and it's just it's just heaven. Opening up those new pots and getting the smell of the rubs and the sauces and things. So yeah, we're we're experimenting with with different shop bought rubs. Um, we still go back to a favourite, which okay, some people say it is too salty, and like Ed said, use less. Um, but butt rub, we we do like the butt rub. Um, but yeah, some some of the we 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 tend to if we're going to be doing a um, if we're going to be doing a, a shop for rubs that we would say are our go-to favourites, they're the Simply Marvellous range of rubs. I don't know whether you've tried any of those. Nope, no, I haven't actually. No, have you? No, no. they are. They are on. There's a there's a cherry and a sweet seduction, and there's a spicy one. There's a peppered one, and yeah, they they do. There is a full range there. We've got we've got quite a few of them at home. Um, and yeah, it's a simply simply marvelous range of rubs, and yeah, they're 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 good. We we use those more, I would say, than anything else. Mm, I'll check those out. Yeah, okay, ordering. Mm. I've I've just got the butt rub a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't, hadn't tried it before, and I, everyone's always raving about it. So I got some, and I've been using it on every different bit of pork I've used so far to keep trying it yeah. out. And I, I think it's really nice. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's that good you, balance in it. There are some though that you can you can go to and you think well they're they're quite the same yeah um, but you know the, the, those simply marvelous ones and there's a three is it three little pigs um, they're they're rubs we do like those as well so you know it's uh, everybody's different everybody's tastes are different um, so you know there's so many out there that we've we've hardly scratched the surface with. Yeah, with, um, I mean they're simply marvelous ones. They're they're with uh, Big Papa Smokers, aren't they? They're like part of the, or they're a different, a different brand or a different branch. But they are, I think they're right. owned owned by Big Papa Smokers as well. So I've had oh, right, I've had okay. some of the uh, Big Papa Smokers rubs before and uh, mm. love them. So definitely want to give these simply marvelous ones a a go. I was yeah yeah. I mean we we um the, there's the cherry one and then there's a the sweet seduction and we we 
I think you probably remember the eggs, the Scotch eggs we did, the multicoloured ones. They were all just bit different rubs um, that we put around the outside. And, yeah, they, they go really well with those. But they go well with everything, to be totally honest. Um, so, yeah, and I, I do like um, Emma saying about the uh, disposable... Um, chopping disposable boards. Chopping boards, yeah, we've just been and bought some of those as well um, yeah. from him on one of the last ones because you know, it's, it's not just the, yeah, it's not just the rubs um, that you know is taking our money. It's everything else. But good on you, Richard. <laughs> 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 it's, yeah, it's it's Keep definitely making work. our life. Yeah, it's definitely making our life a lot easier. That's for sure. Yeah, I was quite jealous yeah. of you when I came to your house and you showed me your barbecue cupboard. Um, cause it yeah, was, it's a lot bigger yeah. than mine, so I was very jealous of that. What's bigger than yours? Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we've um, we, we've we've actually tidied it around now, um, so there's a bit more space. So that means I can buy more rubs. <laughs> so, you did have quite rubs. a few there already, Glenn, because you let me yeah, you let me taste a few, and I was like, this is quite good actually. I've got a little rub tasting session here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Um, yeah, we, we've bought more since then. <laughs> uh, we've got more sauces as well that we've tried. Um, so yeah, it's, I suppose uh, something awesome for you is that your your wife is is also an extremely keen barbecuer, an extremely good barbecuer, and, and part of the team. So you have no one to actually fight back against you when you're buying no. rubs. <laughs> no, no, just fight for the last rib. Yeah. On the plate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we, we, I mean, Sarah, she's she's brilliant when it comes to you know she'll muck in and she'll when we first started doing it she hated the ripping the membrane off the ribs and stuff like that and but now she gets down favorite there bit. And, <laughs> oh god yeah yeah she she rips and she's brilliant with the moinks as well because she gets the moinks and she'll stuff them with cheese before we wrap the bacon around them and she'll yeah she's quite happy doing that awesome. so yeah it is it is good that we can both we can both do it um so and like Marcus, Sarah is an ex-vegetarian as well. So um, for her to come along and start doing all this meat prep and whatnot, it's 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 quite good. Yeah, and it's something we both enjoy doing, and we can do it when we're relaxing at home in the garden. You know, um, and she's she's really looking forward to the new smoker. She's really looking yeah. forward to it. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether I can actually get my hands on it or not, or whether she's gonna. <laughs> Fight for it. Get, get, yeah, get off my smoker. I can see her sort of standing guard over it. So, but, <laughs> we were yeah. last week. Uh, was it last weekend? The weekend before last, we went to an Exeter food festival and we saw oh, Sue Stoneman was there cooking some brioche buns up on the stage. And after she did that, my wife Louise was like really excited about it, and she was like, "I want to have a go now." So she went home and made those on the Kamado Joe. And she's done Excellent. her first bit of barbecuing out there, and she loved it. Yeah, brilliant. So need to keep Excellent. going with that. Yeah, that, I, I've got to, that, I've got to try bread and stuff as well at some point. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I I was on call that weekend, and I was working just around the corner from the food festival when I couldn't go in because um, I had a line of jobs to do. So I was that close, that close to coming in, but. Yeah, I couldn't, unfortunately. So oh, one year I will in. get some time off to go yeah. to it. It was the first year I've actually managed to make it there. I've like for mm. quite a few years now. I've been wanting to get to it and finally 
worked out that I could get there, so we went for Excellent. it. I had a bit of a result. I turned yeah. up, I got to Exeter and uh, and Sarah, okay, well, I went with Sarah and my mum, took them up to Exeter for the day, and they actually wanted to go shopping, so instead I went to the food festival and no one was there to monitor how much food I ate, so I just got to eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> no one was there to stop me, so it was fantastic. Dan even managed Excellent. to get up on the stage and do some judging after one of the, yeah. one of the cooking demonstrations. Oh, brilliant. It was it was actually cool. a fantastic meal. It was mm, what was it you had again? It was, uh, it was a fish, fish dish, yeah. and it was. Well, I shouldn't have asked. Cause no, it was a weird one. Uh, I haven't had it before. It was. It's a white fish, and it's a, a strange it an L. A str- a ling, 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 ling. It? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it was mate, lovely. Is, it was fantastic. That is nice, and we we get ling from uh, yeah. It's quite a nice meaty fish, isn't it? Oh, it was uh, honestly. I I need. I'm as soon as I go to the. Uh, to the fishmongers again. I'm, I'm, that's exactly what I'm going to be looking out for. Uh, it was fantastic, and, and they cooked it so well. It was uh, mm. it was uh, the guy who who runs the Aspartin Cookery School, and uh, another. It was another cookery school as well. I can't remember the the name of the other one now off the top of my head. But it was uh, those two guys, and they and the plate of food that they prepped and and put together was fantastic. It was one of those meals that every mouthful was a a fantastic sort of. Uh, just enjoyment of best and flavors and they had sort of all sorts going on mm. like coconut foams and uh creams and, and and the rest of it it was it was absolutely delicious uh what do they have they had a a yellow sprouting broccoli which was i oh. never i never seen before and uh that was really nice uh something a little bit different we couldn't we couldn't mm. name you the like herbs and spices they use because even the chap on the stage couldn't name yeah them. it was a lot of thai influence <laughs> yeah. it was uh, a lot of thai flavors going in there and it was somewhere and, from like newton abbott the grow all these do they, do they grow them or yeah well basically them? the what it is 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 that they're actually they're they're from they're thai they're from that that region but they actually grow better here in the uk so uh they're actually oh, right. bringing them over here and uh, a lot of farmers as sort of extras that they want to grow they actually grow really really well over here so uh they're is, is it indigenous to to thai is that the right word to say i don't know they're, they're basically from thailand but they've been brought over and actually they grow better here so something that we do better we yeah. we and and it's something that's it's hopefully going to be yeah, hitting this well, i'm sure we will see a lot more of but yeah they had weird names that i couldn't even well they couldn't pronounce themselves so uh <laughs> so yeah, yeah but it was a fantastic play of food and and yeah got yeah, to go on the stage and the, the husbandry school in newton abbott or somewhere like that that's who's oh, right. growing all these different things. So it's just up the road from us. We should pop in there. Excellent. A look. <laughs> yeah. Get ourselves a field and start growing it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'd love yeah. a field. Mm. Oh, you, I d- d- don't even go there. Yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> if we had the money, what barbecue area would you have? Yeah. And it would just, it would snowball, wouldn't it? It would yeah. be ridiculous. So, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I need to get along to more of these food festivals. And luckily now, obviously, we've got into um, Powderham. Um, we did Powderham last year at their food festival, and that was fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I need to get out. need to get out more. <laughs> and, Stop um, working all the time. Oh, I know, I know. But, you know, paying the, it pays the bills and pays the toys. So um, it's uh, it's got to be done, unfortunately. I do whinge about it far too much, but, you know, at least I've got a job and it does bring in money. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. But I should stop working as much. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, what yeah. about when it comes to like your smoking and stuff? Have you got your favourite wood? Um, 
Yeah, I, I go down Apple quite a lot. Um, I do like the um, wine oak barrel chunks. Mm-hmm. Um, I like those a lot. Um, I've been lucky enough that my mum um, was pruning a couple of trees. And when I mean pruning, I mean pruning from the roots. Um, so basically just felled two cherry trees. Mm. Um, so I've got those in bag seasoning. Um, and my, well, I can now call her my sister-in-law, um, they chopped down a couple of plum trees from their garden when they moved in. Mm. So I have some plum wood seasoning, which I need to try out at some point. So, yeah, it's... Um, I've got plenty to keep me going for a while, so um, mm. I do like cherry because I like I like the the little bit of extra colour it gives to the meat as well. Yeah, um, it goes with everything as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I just tend to bung it in quite a lot with everything. Um, I haven't done a lot of mixing the woods yet. I, I did hear you speaking on a previous podcast about you know mixing half and half or whatever, but I haven't really tried that yet. I normally just grab a chunk and throw it in. Yeah. and see what it tastes like at the end of it and um yeah i've got yeah, really shit. into the mixing since uh, since those podcasts brought it into my life to be honest so i'm mm. trying to take like a base wood like the oak or hickory or something like that and then combining that with a fruitier wood like the apple or the cherry afterwards yeah i need to do it i mean with i've got two xls so i could have them side by side and i could you know see if i can taste the difference to it and um you know, and see what difference it does make by doing a couple of mixing wood mm. sessions. Yeah. So, and as well as uh, us and the Bullet Brothers, the uh, the Doctor Evil Barbecue team are now are now part of the uh, Smoke with Shack family branch as yeah. well. And and uh, since since well, since they've been sponsoring the show, I've I've been trying a lot more fruit wood, and mm. and I've been cooking with a lot of fruit wood recently, and I'm really really enjoying it. Actually, it's just. Uh, I don't know. I suppose I might have had a tendency to oversmoke things sometimes, but uh, I mean, I do actually genuinely. Someone someone said it in one of the forums, and I read it, and, and I really believe it that when you're stood outside with the smoker and you're breathing in all the smoke, your your sort of palate becomes a little bit less susceptible to the smoke when you're eating. So I feel that Possibly, sometimes yeah. that that I that I'm going in and eating food, and I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's it's not as smoky for me, but other people it's too. Do you know what I mean? So I feel with the fruit woods, it's it's a real. It's not as it's not as strong as smoke, and it's it's a it's a really nice smoky flavour with a lot of the, the fruit woods. I'm really enjoying experimenting with them actually. Mm, it is a bit more mellow, I think. Yeah, definitely uh, like a, a lot. Well, I find it really really nicely mellow, and just a lot of them have a really nice sort of sweetness to them, and. Mm. Yeah, and like you said, the cherry just gives us such a fantastic colour as well. I'm really enjoying yeah. experimenting with the uh, fruit woods at the moment. Yeah, I mean, we we, we do Christmas dinner and, and the turkey always gets the cherry wood to give it a nice deep colour to it. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 but I do I do have to experiment more with with the wood and with different flavours and stuff and, and, and try and... Because I always settle back... And I think a lot of people will do it. They'll they'll they their go to rubs and all that lot, and it's just like, oh, yeah, we'll do that. And I, myself and Sarah have both said we need to just step out of the box and just try something completely random. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be doing some stuff like that. And I feel that you know a lot of people do put up their success cooks, but there aren't that many that 
put up. I completely balls this one up, boys. <laughs> um, so I, I think that, you know, I would have won a prize if I'd stuck up my original brisket for the worst brisket in the world ever. Um, no, I reckon I can compete yeah, with that. I, I've done a pretty <laughs> bad one, to be honest. I think everyone's had a bad brisket. I mean, at I least one. I could get the knife through at it. At least one. I could, it was ridiculous. It was, it was so, so solid. It was just unbelievable. It was just like, well... Brisket biscuit. Even, yeah, it, it, no, I, I like biscuits. This was worse. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could have used it, actually. I thought I should have broken it up and used it as bris, brisket charcoal. It, it was just <laughs> so, so dry. But then we didn't do much different the following time we tried some, and it ended up being as moist and uh, it fell apart and juicy, and it was just ridiculous. But we're somewhere in the middle of that now, which is good. So um, Blame the meat. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i think that was because we we weren't we weren't with our butcher then so i'll, I'll blame the meat yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah i mean i i still we've, we've still got a long way to go to get anywhere near the top of the charts for the competition thing um we we are doing it because it's a damn damn good weekends away when you do it um and we don't get to practice as much as the other teams, and the other teams do a lot more competitions. But we 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 will be experimenting a lot more and, and practicing more, and actually reading up and taking in more knowledge, hopefully. And um, we're we're also speaking to a few people and getting some insider info as well. So um, hopefully we'll we'll be creeping up and getting better. Um, but you enjoy but, it, and it's fun, oh, and God, that's yeah. what barbecue's all about. So, I think oh, most definitely, yeah, just... yeah. I mean, we, we, last year we were like, well, we don't care if we come last in every single category because it's just a fantastic <laughs> weekend. We didn't, not quite, um, but yeah. Um, in fact, Manchester was quite good, and um, yeah, Manchester was good. Bristol wasn't as good, um, but. You know, it's it's one of those things. It is a learning curve, um, and you do have to concentrate on it, and you do have to try and put your all in. And you know, people still don't understand why I get up at silly o'clock to put meat in. Um, you know, I, I've been out there in all sorts. I was in full full wet weather gear one one winter just so that we could have pulled pork for our friends the following day. You know, so at midnight I was out there in all the rain and snow and all sorts of stuff. But we do it for a reason, apparently, because <laughs> we we enjoy that sort of stuff. We enjoy putting ourselves through that. But um, it's a challenge, and the final product's always oh, worth it. Always. Oh, worth definitely, it. definitely. It's when you know you end up and you have a few friends over and they've never tasted it because they're used to their pulled pork from a tin or. You know, they, they go and they see the little bits of cotton that you get that's supposed to be pulled pork in some of these restaurants. And it's just like you give them some decent barbecue that you've slaved over for, like you say, 15, 16, 17 hours or whatever. And it's that first bite and you see their, their eyes go and then they start making weird noises and stuff as they're eating it. And that, to me, is just, yep, yeah, it's worth it. Exactly. Definitely worth it. 
Right, that seems a nice point to wrap up there. We're at 59 minutes, so we're at the hour mark. So I'm going to call it a day. Thank you very, very much for coming on, mate. No worries. Thank you guys for having us. Where can people... Sorry, carry on. (laughs) Yeah, I was just about to say, sorry, Sarah couldn't be here, but obviously I'm at work and and, and she'll be at home by now. Um, So, yeah, we... we, But like I said, we'll have to try and get on again in the future. We'll get the um, full team on. Definitely. Future episode. As we've said before, I do still think that you need to do an outside one and come round to our place and do a do a grill off or something. We're keen. We're keen. And we'll be Excellent. at Grill Stock as well. So we're bringing Excellent. the we're bringing the podcast to Grill Stock. So we'll be recording uh, around site and uh, doing some live stuff, which will be pretty cool. So uh, yeah, thanks very Excellent. much for coming on, mate. And like I said, it's okay. a shame, Sarah, but we will catch up with you soon, Sarah. Yep. Cool. Excellent. Thanks very much, mate. Speak to you soon. See you later on. Yep. Cheers. No worries. You take care. And Bye. You. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. As always, we are brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, and Smoke with Chuck, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade or even looking to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max Barbecue. Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoking goodness, you provide the talent. So if you're looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips or planks, then head on over to smokewoodshack.com and you can find them on Twitter at Smokewood Shack. So goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Ciao. Bye.